0: Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high value ideas to boost business results. Hello I'm Tom Bailey and in today's episode I'll be getting to know Inga Hebden who is a pursuit strategist and professional impact coach and a member of the International Coaching Federation as well as the founder of Medea International. So Inga hello and a very warm welcome to today's episode.
1: Thanks Tom really great to be here.
0: I appreciate you coming along and just out of interest whereabouts are you in the world right now?
1: Actually, I'm based in Northwest London. It's a little bit warm today. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, not as boiling as the other days.
0: Yeah, we're having a little bit of a mini heatwave here in the UK. (laughs) We do. Incredible. So I just want to share a little bit more about you before we do get started. So Inga has a track record of strategic and operational leadership on multinational sales opportunities. She has over 15 years experience in business development and also extensive expertise in developing win-win solutions for her clients. The title for today's episode is Why Impact and Presence Matter to Leadership Success and Inga is going to explain why in just seven minutes. So question number one for you today is who are your ideal clients?
1: Thanks, so I'm really grateful that you're asking this question. So my ideal clients are senior leaders, executives or partners newly appointed to their Mm -hmm. role, hence less than six months in their role. And I'm looking at medium-sized businesses in particular in the professional services industry as well as in the financial services sector.
0: Perfect. Nice and clear. Thank you so much. And my second question today is, what would you say is the biggest challenge that your clients typically face?
1: Yeah. So think about every new role. You know, it's demanding. You're stepping into an unknown environment. But in particular, the more senior you get, the the thinner the air becomes and the more relevant are skills such as having a strong presence, ability to influence people and make positive impressions because that will ultimately push the business forward. But on the other hand, because it's relatively lonely, they don't have that peer-to-peer connection and they're confronted with a mountain of information really with a lack of clarity in terms of, can they trust the information, mm-hmm. but also, well, with whom do I need to connect in order to push certain initiatives and strategic decisions forward?
0: Great. And I guess if they don't have these connections or they don't have that presence at the top or they're not creating the right impact, yeah. what impact can this have on either you know them or their business?
1: Besides them being utterly frustrated, (laughs) they're they're not they're not gonna get anywhere, right? They will not create the right relationships. They will not have the influence and the impact on the business they they actually envisage and get hired for. Ultimately, that will also lead on a personal level, you know, to Mm self-doubt self-doubt in their own decisions they're they're making so they may even start to feel out of control or have a lack of control which then ultimately leads in many cases to micromanaging
0: yeah
1: micromanaging at that level and you know even the direct reports um Mm. that usually doesn't go down very well so there's then the entire issue of creating a different kind of company culture And it's um, creating uncertainty in in the business. So there's a whole wide range of um, consequences those senior leaders can ultimately face.
0: Great. And I guess if if they're unsuccessful in the role, it can ultimately lead to reputational damage as well for them in the long term. Absolutely. So if anyone is listening to this and they are starting a new role in that senior position, what is one valuable piece of advice that you might give to them to really help them solve this problem?
1: I think the single best advice or the single best thing they can do is seek out feedback.
0: Yeah.
1: And that feedback in, in many forms, either from peers they they know throughout previous careers, networking events, other external sources, like me, for example. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in, in general, it's that seek out the, the feedback. So you, so they have a well-rounded view and they get challenged even on, on their thinking.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. And if somebody does want some help from an external source, what's the one valuable resource that you can share with them to really help them get started?
1: Yeah. So piggybacking on that feedback um, bubble and that creating that kind of safe space, right? So I run executive roundtables for free every month particular for those new exact senior leaders and and partners so in that I create that safe space for them where we would be talking about the kind of the challenges they're they're facing any kind of hot topics um, which is similar uh, to everybody I would encourage a an exchange of insight and best practice so it's think about it like a moderated and facilitated conversation which I'll be um, having with the different people because it's a very exclusive round table we're talking a maximum of five people attending so it's really also everything is going to be confidential obviously in in that case and well you know if anybody is actually interested in that it's um Probably best to get in touch with me through LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn. So if somebody just searches for my name, Inga Hepton, and then drops me a private uh, message through LinkedIn with the heading Executive Roundtable, I can then send the details um, through everybody involved.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. And what I'll do as well is I'll put a link to your LinkedIn page in the show notes. And obviously, if someone can just send you a quick message on there with that title in the message, you'll be able to get them onto that program.
1: That's great. I appreciate that.
0: Thank you. Excellent. So next question for me is more aimed at yourself. And that is, what would you say is one of the greatest either mistakes or failures you've either made either in life or business? And what did you learn from it?
1: Ooh, that's a that's a that's a really good one, because <laughs> a lot. Not what I'm talking about, it, it kind of comes from personal personal experience, in particular, yeah. the, you know, building up the right network, being confident mm-hmm. enough being being out there basically yeah. um so if i and, and one of the biggest changes in in me was was a situation when i was um, going for a promotion and i didn't really get the promotion because somebody else who actually had the ability of building those better relationships who had the influence who, who therefore had the insight or more and better insight than I had that person got got the job yeah which (laughs) ultimately I mean it wasn't a pleasant experience but I did learn from it and I realized well if I'm not really influencing if I'm not true to myself if I'm not brave enough if I'm not authentic in how I show up in work and that includes asking for for help and includes asking for feedback how will i actually expect that i'm getting to what where i want to be getting yeah and so i really had to push those boundaries uh, and yeah, yeah that, that specific situation really um made me think about it
0: yeah fantastic lesson to learn. And ultimately, it is surround yourself with, with great people and ask for help when you need it. And that will ultimately help you in the long run. So the last question for me today is, what is the one question that I should have asked you that will also bring some great value to our audience today?
1: I think there's a question around why, why am I focusing on those six six or 18 months why is that so important Mm -hmm. and I alluded to that in the in the beginning of our conversation you know where those six months are really where one sets themselves up for success yeah Yeah. and if I just throw in a couple of statistics and it's going to sound really really (laughs) scary but I'm not just grasping this out of thin thin air, right? So Harvard Business Review or McKinsey, both of those institutions have stated that 30 to 50% of senior execs, they actually fail in their first 18 months. Mm-hmm. And that only three or five newly appointed CEOs live up to their expectations. Yeah. So that is a really, crucial and and quite a high, high number. If I would know that and stepping into a role like that, that would really scare scare me. But in order to avoid all that, it is again about having the right support in place, getting the feedback, getting challenged, but also having a safe space to gain new perspective. So basically so that they can swim and they're not drowning
0: yeah exactly and fantastic lots and lots of great advice today ingy thank you so much again for coming along to this podcast and i really appreciate you spending the time here today
1: all right thank you tom really great being here